This is The Space Shot, episode 184 for November 14th, 2017. Apollo 12, Lightning Strikes Twice. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. That looks like the right plan, Pete. Uh, we're still talking. We'll give you a final on it. On November 14, 1969, Apollo 12, the second moon landing mission, lifted off from Kennedy Space Center. This was the first time that a rocket launch was attended by a sitting president, in this case, Richard Nixon. Apollo 12 is one of the most unusual launches in space history. Rainy weather at the Cape that day created a unique setting for the launch of the second human mission to land on the moon. The cloud deck and the rain that day meant that the Saturn V disappeared into the clouds quite quickly, and that's where things got electrifying. The Saturn V launch vehicle was struck by lightning twice, once at 36 seconds into the flight, and again at 52 seconds. In the command module, the instrument panels lit up with all sorts of error lights and caution and warning alarms. Let's listen to a little bit of audio from the mission. Zero. All engines running. Commit. Liftoff. We have liftoff. 11.22 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Pete Conrad reports the your program is in. Tower clear. We have pitching a roll program and this baby is really going. Pete. Pete Conrad reporting the roll and pitch program to put Apollo 12 on the proper course. Altitude at one half mile. Roll's complete. Roger, Pete. Forty seconds. Mark one Bravo. Altitude a mile and a half now. Velocity one thousand five hundred and ninety-two feet per second. Houston, try SCE to auxiliary, over. NCE to auxiliary. SCE, SCE to auxiliary. Ecom reports the readings back. Mark, one Charlie. One Charlie. Flight director Jerry Griffin taking a staging status now. Apollo 12 down range 17 miles. Altitude 20 miles. Altitude 33 miles, downrange 45 miles. Got a good S2, gang. Roger, we copy, Pete. You're looking good. Good staging and good thrust on the second stage. Right now, there are problems here. I don't know what happened. Uh, I'm not sure we can get hit by lightning. Your thrust is looking good, Pete. Okay, I have a good GDC, and Al has got the fuel cells back on, and we'll be working on our AC buses. Right, Pete. Your uh, fuel cells look good down here. I think we need to do a little more all-weather testing. Amen. 
SCE to AUX was the obscure call made by flight controller John Aaron, the ECOM or Electrical Environmental and Consumables Manager, during the launch of Apollo 12. Aaron knew of a possible solution thanks to a simulation that had been run years before. He was able to pull the memory of that from the recesses of his mind, giving the correct answer on the fly and preventing an abort on the Apollo 12 mission. Aaron was intrigued by how spacecraft were integrated together, and how subsystems worked and depended on one another for proper functioning. Recognizing the patterns of how spacecraft systems operated together was critical, and this played into his, as he put it, natural curiosity. Quote, Natural curiosity is a thing that probably motivated me to go to understand these vehicles to that level. I'll give you an example on Apollo 12. Apollo 12, when the lightning struck the vehicle and caused a major power outage, you would think, well, normally the parameters that are powered up would go to zero and just kind of read zeros. In fact, the simulator that we were training to, they did read zero. I happened to be on third shift one night watching a test of the command module that they were performing at Kennedy, and due to the fact that the operators on the third shift at Kennedy were not all that, you know, they weren't the A-team, they had gotten themselves in a sequence where they dropped power on the vehicle. They dropped power on the vehicle to go on battery. These numbers of the way the system reacted to that, this pattern of numbers came up, and I was intrigued by them, because they didn't go to zero. They were at 6.7, 12.3, I mean some squirrely kind of numbers. So I did aid the technicians back at KSC to get the spacecraft reconfigured such that they were able to get back in safe condition and we didn't have loss on one battery. But I drove home that night thinking, where did these squirrely numbers come from? And the next morning I came into the office and I sat down with Dick Brown, who was a North American engineer that worked in our office. We sat down and we went through all of the circuitry to find out just how does this thing work. Why would those pattern of numbers have come up? Well, never thinking that when lightning struck the vehicle on Apollo 12, the exact pattern showed up. So it wasn't that I understood exactly what happened, I recognized a pattern and how to get out of it. Aaron's quick thinking earned him the admiration of his colleagues, who called him a, quote, steely-eyed missile man. I'll talk more about Apollo 12 on November 19th, which is the day that the lunar module Intrepid touched down on the surface of the moon. I've got a quick launch update for today. JPSS-1 didn't launch early this morning as planned. It looks like there's a backup launch window early tomorrow morning, and I'll link to that tonight on Facebook if some of you are up at 1.47 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow morning. Also, one bit of pop culture news for today, Andy Weir's new book, Artemis, is now available for purchase. I enjoyed The Martian, and my digital copy of Artemis has already been downloaded on my Kindle. I'll be reading that book over the weekend, and I'll share my thoughts on it when I'm done. I haven't forgotten about the video or medium post I've been working on the past few days. I'll get both of those up ASAP. It's just been busy since I've gotten back from vacation. I think I need a vacation to recover from my vacation. Since you're here, why don't you let me know what you think of the podcast by leaving a review in iTunes. It takes just a minute to do that, and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of my daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. 
You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes. Tomorrow, Gamma Rays and Atlantis. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>